You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to the international, the international, international the international positive podcast, podcast network. The FCC is just gonna, they're, they're just gonna catch wind of it, and they're just gonna pop out of their hidey hole like a prairie dog. <laughs> like we have to shut something down. <laughs> <laughs> um, hidey hole. Hey, uh, Andrew, <laughs> can't, can't get over that hidey hole. <laughs> Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. Today is the autumn of our discontent, James. This is episode three of season five, and this week we're sponsored by Pumpkin Spice, Pumpkin Pie, and the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin, and I'm joined as always by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Thanks. I heard them all. I heard them all this time. I, I heard it. I heard it too. That's weird. Just an exuberant cry rang out through the earth. They were all in. Uh, they were in pumpkin spice delusional haze. Hmm. Yeah. So it was really good. It was really minty and kind of spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also joined by Adam Crunchy Leaf Anderson. Hey. Rake in hand. Just jumping in piles. <laughs> Man, I could never understand jumping in piles of leaf. It was so gross. Did you ever do it? Well, yeah, like once or twice, but then I realized, well, now I'm covered in dirt and leaves. I think maybe the problem is that in the desert, there's never enough leaf mass. That's probably a big problem. Oh, that's probably true. But I feel like even like even when I lived on the East Coast, like the piles were all like a little damp because it also rained. Mm, you just had yeah. terrible autumns growing up. I had a lot of terrible things, but we'll talk about that later. You were you were old before your time, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, probably. I don't want to jump in the leaves or get my own dirty. <laughs> if you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. Andrew has today's first question, so take it away, Andrew. Yeah, no problem. So since uh, school is starting in the autumn of our discontent, I wanted to ask you guys the questions. What was the worst class you ever had to take in school? Mm, so many choices. <laughs> wait, wait, whose school is starting at this point? It's October. Some people's school start. I've only been in school for three weeks now. What the heck? Yeah. I I don't even remember school. I try to block it all out. <laughs> um, oh, well, this, this is going to make this question really hard for you to answer. <laughs> this, I can't, no matter how hard I try. <laughs> I had to take... A geography course in college, which oh I think is stupid because geography is something you learn like in grade school, <laughs> middle school, like, maybe. What else is there to learn about geography other than <laughs> right. this is a map? These are the directions: north, south, east. I can I could understand if the class was the class was like North American geography or sub-Saharan geography or. Something more specific because I was getting into a field where I needed to learn those things, right? That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's like a 101 level geography class. I didn't understand why I needed to take this class. But it filled a credit it fulfilled the credit requirements. I took it with with my buddy. And we walk in the first day and and we're like, all right, you know, I could get into maps and stuff like that. <laughs> maps maps are a thing. I could I could do that. I could do maps. Our, our the first day of the teacher she she got really emotional about uh geography and <laughs> and she started to cry a little bit which was concerning it's, yeah that's a little that's a that's a red flag <laughs> it's a little different <laughs> and then the next class she showed up um 
and what stinks about this class is it wasn't like where you could do it two times a week. It was like once a week. So it was like a really long, like three hour class. Oh, I hate those classes. Next time she showed up like only halfway through the class. She got there really late. And then she just started talking about traffic problems and about raccoons and it just didn't go anywhere. And we're like, well, maybe I can get behind this. And then she's like, all right, well, we're going to have our first quiz. And what? we're like, you didn't teach us anything yet. We don't know anything. You can't quiz us. And it was all on things she had not never covered. Ugh. Also, the we we only discovered this about halfway through the term because everything was so out of place. It just we just couldn't we didn't know what was what. But she was like testing us out of the wrong book. Like <laughs> she thought the book for the class was a different book. But it was not that book. And so we were always in a like, perpetual state of confusion. And that doesn't matter that much. And I'll tell you why. The, the reason we didn't pick up on it makes sense when you realize, I think she didn't even think she was teaching geography. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was teaching meteorol- meteorology. <laughs> Just, she talk about the weather all the time? Or? All the time. Talking about weather patterns and climate. Talking about, I mean, all of our assignments... We're on meteorology, <laughs> but the book was definitely a geography book and had nothing to do with meteorology. But I guess I learned a lot about clouds and rain systems and stuff like that. It was interesting. But you learned nothing about dirt. It was so hard to get a good grade in that class because <laughs> you just never knew it was coming at you. And she was so on the on the edge every day. Like you could tell she was just like about to like walk off a cliff. That you like didn't want to cause any problems. So we just, <laughs> we all tried to get in groups and we would do this thing where there would be a group close when we do group work, it would be closest to her. And that was the group that pretended to know what she was talking about. And as the groups got farther and farther back in the classroom, <laughs> we would be more and more honest with each other and try to somehow work together to figure out what we're supposed to be doing. Here. <laughs> and, and I remember when she'd like, walk out the door and then appear in the back end of the classroom. And we didn't know she was coming back there. It was always awkward to like, try to switch around to like acting like we were confident about what's going on in this class. But it was <laughs> the worst class I ever took. I like to imagine that there's a, like a poster on the wall that has maps from door, the Explorer with a big X to it. <laughs> no map song. <laughs> well, it's like so funny because she's in this, this room that is obviously the geography room. Cause it's maps everywhere. She's talking about meteorology the whole time. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> teach what you know, right? Uh, I guess that was that was. So a the, weird this class. is when you were in community college, though, right? Yes, that community makes a college. Lot of sense. That, that, yeah, that explains it a little bit. Mm. But like, did nobody ever raise their hand and be like, "Hey, excuse me, professor, can we learn about fjords?" <laughs> People tried, and she would just, <laughs> she would just like. I I remember her basically like emotionally abusing people. <laughs> Like yelling at them, telling them to get out of the classroom and stuff like that. <laughs> or she would like start to have a breakdown. And so I was just like, we didn't want to even broach the subject. It's like if anybody disagreed with her, like <laughs> she just. Yeah. She sounds like the Donald Trump of teachers. So I went to school there for like uh, like a semester and a half, not even like a whole like two semesters. I took a math class and I remember my math class like. English wasn't their first language. He was from China and he chain smoked during class. <laughs> I, like, I just didn't know what he was saying half the time. I'm trying to learn about algebra. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yes. I had a Cambodian economics teacher 
<laughs> that was fun. Did you learn a lot about Cambodian economics? I learned a lot about donuts because his family, <laughs> when they came over on a raft from Cambodia, did they survive on donuts? Or um, I'm not saying that I, he said that. I'm not. This isn't being racist. He literally told me they came on a raft, <laughs> and and I'm sure they got picked up by a boat because I don't think on a raft is going to get all the way across the Pacific. Um, I mean, you could try. <laughs> but he said his family. He would talk about how his family lived in like a. He had like a eight kids in his family and they lived in like a one room apartment or something. And they, they made a don't, they, they started a donut shop. So every time he needed to like illustrate something in economics, he would use donuts. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because the city that this college is in is Victor Valley mm-hmm. or Victorville, but the college is Victor Valley College, right? Mm-hmm. But he would, he would call it Wiktavawi. <laughs> <laughs> so I loved it. <laughs> It was a good class. Way better than the meteorology. I need to start using donuts in all of my economic lessons. <laughs> Everything. I'm pretty sure we can make a concerted effort to make every single one of our analogies about donuts. I mean, the class was literally dollars to donuts. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're done. This is a good show, guys. <laughs> Shut <laughs> it down. <laughs> we're done. It's our last episode. That's that, last. That, that bell was the pity bell. <laughs> all right, Adam, I want to hear your answer. <laughs> okay. So, just last semester, I took a, I mean, just, I was just, you know, going through and I was looking at classes and I was like, okay, you know, this one will fulfill my requirement, like the requirement or whatever. And it looks moderately interesting. So, the class was called Visual Rhetoric. Right. Right. And I think I've talked about it a little bit before, but I don't know if I've talked about the extent. (laughs) Lay it out. Of how terrible it was. Right. So... First of all, the most surprising thing was that I learned the professor actually had a PhD. Like, she was a doctor Mm. of rhetoric. Right. She convinced me of nothing the entire semester. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it it was called visual. So it was, was, you know, digital in a digital format, essentially. And so we talked about, you know, we had some projects and those were okay. But the, the lectures were the absolute worst thing that I've ever experienced in my life. The the textbook we were using was not only – it was a design textbook that was poorly designed. Like I'm not even a designer and I can tell. I was like, oh, oh, this is hard to read so I can tell that this is poorly designed. Like the <laughs> – the people from all of the above, they would they would have a field day with this. They would hate it so much. And it was full of of wrong things, like things that were incorrect, things that like like every once in a while they would just like throw out an opinion about how to how to edit text and it would be invariably the opposite of true. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, the best way to learn from this textbook is to take everything it says and then do the opposite. They're like, why use few words when you can use a whole bunch? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, just it was wrong about commas. Be, sh- be sure and- to use as much vernacular as possible. The more apostrophes, the better. <laughs> he-, he got paid by the word when they wrote the book. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was horrid. And then the, to top it all off, the absolute worst thing that happened, the professor gets up there. And she starts talking about file formats for images. Like, not something I'm an expert in, but I use the internet, so I know some things about it. Right. And she goes on to explain that you use um, JPEGs for high-quality images with a clear background. But- and you use PNGs for motion. <laughs> what? 
and that gifts are a vector. What? <laughs> none of that is true. <laughs> just sitting there in class, and I was like, none of these things are true. I want to make a motion to her afterwards, and I was like, I didn't want to just like contradict you in class, but none of the things that you said about file formats were true. And she's like, no, that's what it says in the book. And like, this was one of the rare times that the book was correct. And I was like, that's not what it says in the book. <laughs> I was just like, look at it. And I made her look it up on Wikipedia. And it said, just write it like, GIF is a raster format. And I was like, look, that's what it says right there. And she's like, raster is another word for vector. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Your rhetoric, lady, come on. <laughs> So when did she get her doctorate? Like a thousand years ago? (laughs) Oh, man. Raster is just another word for vector. See, that's the thing. So like a very specific audience will will get be as frustrated as us about that. But then there's other people listening to this show and they're like, I don't get why that's funny. (laughs) Explain it to us, Aaron. Uh, An image can be represented by (laughs) static pixels, right? Right. So... It's just a grouping of different colored dots is the picture. You know, if you get like on a newspaper or magazine, you hold it real close and you see it's just like a bunch of dots, right? Like if you stand too close to the television. Right. That's that's a static image, which is a raster image. It's using small shapes of different colors in proximity to create a picture that, that far away, they kind of tend to blend together in your eye. But then a vector image is where the data is stored um digitally so that it's it's based on shapes so it's saying like this line goes from here to here and no matter how big you make the image the fidelity of the image the sharpness of the image will stay so you can use a vector image for instance to create giant billboards or shrink it down to small things um it's not really so much like a photograph. It's more like a design, like a design, like a, like a logo or something like that. Oh, right? thanks, Aaron. Now I feel like I can get my doctorate in whatever that teacher was teaching. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> and, and you can probably gifts, get whatever's on top of doctorate. I don't know what well, gives that the doctorate. grainy images that you see on websites that move. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Not infinitely scalable. My double doctorate, my evil doctorate. <laughs> I'm an evil scientist. Your doctor doctorate. Yeah, my doctor, doctor. You'll have to call me Dr. Dr. Savage. <laughs> That's Mr. Dr. Dr. Savage to you. <laughs> would an evil doctorate, would that be an E-PhD? Or would that e- just be one that you buy online? Mm. Both. Who can tell the difference these days? Right. Apparently not your teacher. Andrew, <laughs> what was your... Hey, yeah. So um, my worst uh, class was actually my high school career. It was my English class, and that makes me sad. <laughs> um, I've been blessed with some pretty awesome pers- professors so far. Like I've had some pretty awesome people. Besides my time at the Victor Valley Community College, <laughs> I swear the TV show Community is based off of that. There's too many coincidences. Oh, maybe that's where maybe that's where my professor got her doctorate. <laughs> I don't think they have a doctorate program except maybe she was mistaken for rhetoric she's not a doctor <laughs> well no, okay anyway so um my english class this had this wonderful lady was my english teacher and she was from england so perfect. She, she's a shoo-in she's a shoo-in <laughs> she teaches perfect english but she was crazy 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh, I teach perfect English. No, not no. That that was pretty good. That sounded a lot like her. Um, but she she was from England, and but she was crazy. Like one time, she has a deathly a death like just a huge fear of clowns. So bad that one of the students came dressed up as a clown for Halloween. I guess we can do this in our next episode, but she got <laughs> so freaked out she threw a stapler at him and screamed <laughs> and cowered in the corner. And it, and it wasn't even like a good costume. It was just the rainbow wig. <laughs> that was it. But my my favorite memory of this class, because we barely did anything. Like there'd be times where she's like, oh, hey, when did I assign the due date for that paper to be? And we'd all look at each other. Next Friday, she's like, "Okay, we need to work on that today." And the next Friday comes by and says, "When did I say it? Monday." That's like, okay, get it done by this Monday. is why she's a teacher in America and not in England. <laughs> right. Kicked her out. But my favorite memory of this class I mean, is this I remember, doesn't this doesn't sound like a terrible class. This sounds like the beginning of a memoir. <laughs> um, but my favorite memory of this class was um. It was because the class was like in the second to last period of the day. And so, you know, you get those after lunch tired. Mm, yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to fall asleep. So I fell asleep during class. And I remember I wake up like minutes later, like just like just a good chunk of time. And I look at the clock. I'm like, oh, there's 10 minutes left of class. And I look to the left of me and everyone in the rest of the room is asleep. I look to the right. <laughs> Everyone to the right of me is asleep. And then I look back to my teacher and she is asleep on her desk. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever. And I go back to sleep for the next 10 minutes. Are you <laughs> sure you didn't grow up in a John Hughes movie? <laughs> no, that was real. Wow. <laughs> that was, uh, I was like, this is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> I learned nothing in that class. <laughs> And I somehow still got an A. I don't. I don't understand. That is amazing. Well, that doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the worst in the sense I didn't learn anything. Like I, right. I've had plenty of classes that are really hard, but I learned stuff in them. Yeah, I guess I even I learned something in my class because I kept uh, like I kept having to like fact check my own teacher. <laughs> See, that's how she does it. That's how she teaches. That's why she that's her rhetorical me. tool. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's a genius. She made me teach myself. You're a rhetorical tool. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I got distracted. Hey, let's do another question. Hey. <laughs> All right. Um, my question is, if you had to take up an ancient trade, which would you choose? Adam. Okay. I have a clarifying question on this. Of course. Is this what do I think I would be good at or what would I like to be good at? It's up to you because it's your choice. Are you going to be motivated by success? Or are you going to be motivated by enjoyment? Okay. I'm going to go. It's your choice. I'm going to go with blacksmith, even though I think I would be terrible at it. I don't do well with the heat. <laughs> I don't like being hot. I'm gonna, I don't like long periods of strenuous activity. I hate leather. But it would be really cool. The smell of metal makes me nauseous. <laughs> Adam, I'm going to call no way because I put my answer down first on the document. And that's what it was. <laughs> and you didn't. So I don't think you get to steal people's answers. Oh, but you don't get to be blacksmith. I will you know change what? my answer. Don't worry about it. In my defense, all you wrote on, on, the, on the show sheet was BS. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. And my Things mind aren't... immediately goes somewhere else when I see the, the initials <laughs> BS. Where, gonna... where does it go? Humor doesn't isn't funnier the second time around. So I gotta <laughs> I gotta keep it real. I gotta keep it fresh. Also, <laughs> keep it BS. Also, 
if 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 you want to be all calling on dibs and stuff, I'll I'm gonna give you a callback to the very first episode when I talked about how obsessed I was with blacksmithing. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that one. <laughs> so you want to be a blacksmith? I would be terrible at it, but I think it would be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it would be real exhausting work. <laughs> it oh, really yeah. would. It would so, be like you would by the nature of that job be constantly sweaty. I know. I know. I would be. I would be terrible at it. I'd be like, that "Here's a horseshoe," and they'd be like, "This is this is a circle." <laughs> so, here's the benefits I thought of when before I had to change my answer <laughs> is is amazing forearms. Yeah, it is. A, it's a good workout. You never see a blacksmith in a movie depiction at all with small little spaghetti right, arms. Right. He's got arms like bigger than his neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's just huge. Just. Yeah, so yeah. That's, the, that's the benefit. Blacksmiths have the right to bear arms. Mm. Okay, that's mm. okay. That's it. Podcast <laughs> is over. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening. Remember, your ratings fuel us. Go to uh, what? <laughs> we only have one more of those terrible jokes today that take us off the air. <laughs> the FCC is just gonna—they're just gonna catch wind of it, and they're just gonna pop out of their hidey hole like a prairie dog. Like we have to shut something down. <laughs> <laughs> um. Heidi hole. Hey, uh, Andrew. What? <laughs> so. <laughs> Can't get over that. Heidi hole? What's wrong with Heidi hole? I just never That's heard that before. That's where prairie dogs go. Really? Is that. A couple times. Oh, hey, I'm not, I'm not familiar. Uh, speaking of prairie dog in it, Andrew. <laughs> you having a tough time on I'm there? okay. <laughs> the worst segue. Um, so out of retaliation, I'm, I think my best trade would be the king. <laughs> just so I could tell Adam what to do. <laughs> Make me round horseshoes and just yell at him for him. I wouldn't really punish him except for making him do more things. <laughs> You'd just be like, this is excellent. I want ten more. I want a I want a sword that splinters off in three ways. Like Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. Go mm. ahead and make it. What you do is you ask him to make you like a, a giant, huge, elaborate metal chain like chainmail suit (laughs) and then and then you're like i want you to make it as heavy as humanly possible so he makes it as like the heaviest metal and then you give it to him for his christmas present (laughs) and you declare him to wear it every day like every time you go in the shop you're like hmm what happened to that chainmail suit i gave you for your birthday for christmas i got you (laughs) (laughs) so he has to wear it while he's like moving the hammer (laughs) Yeah, my my reign would be short. <laughs> Not because you'd be a despot, but because the only thing you'd be focused on would be making yes. my life miserable. All other matters like... of the kingdom would be second tier. <laughs> Sir, there's an army off. at the borders. Sir, there's an army at the borders. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm making Adam's life terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm not sure king is an ancient trade, but I'm going to let this one slide because I think that's hilarious. <laughs> No problem. Anytime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my ancient trade would be a stonemason. Oh, that's a good one. That'd been my second. Oh, yeah. Because uh, stonemasons were in such high demand that they were like the 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 Anthony Bourdain's of the <laughs> the world. Like they had podcasts. About <laughs> they were all over. No, I'm saying like they traveled all over. They were like rock stars. Oh yeah. Like they were the biggest celebrities. Did you do that on purpose? Did I do what on purpose? They were like rock stars. Oh. <laughs> Guys, we're off the air now. We can't, we can't those jokes. 
Um, I was hoping that I could just like let it go, and no. then no, and then nobody would know, and the FCC wouldn't have to come out of their hidey hole. Um, but that was it. It was a nice show while it lasted. I had fun. No, but stonemasons. Uh, so I was learning the other day that they they would leave their their mark on the underside of stones, so so that they could keep track of what stones were theirs. But you know, excavators have tracked the markings of individual masons. Like, and they traveled all over like Europe and, and like Asia and the Middle East. Like they, they just like got around and I'm like, I think that would be cool. Especially at a time where like, that was the only way to avoid dying of the plague. Yes. <laughs> like, well, I'm leaving this town. I'm going somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> seems Plus good. I think just chiseling at a rock could be quite, quite, uh, relaxing in a way. So are you sure you don't want to be like a, a sculptor like Michelangelo or something? Mm, Cause I mean, that's all they do. No, because- the the demands on a sculptor are like you know what I mean you can spend all this time on it and then people are like I don't like it let's kill him like <laughs> I feel like a stonemason there's a little bit more job security his, his back muscles are out of place he's a terrible person well stonemasons like they held the secrets right like they had these you ha- you couldn't be abusive of a stonemason because they were like the original, like uh, It'd come and knock your house down. Yeah, like 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 the uh, what's that union? The um, a guild? Any? Union? Well, they were a guild, but I'm talking like today, like the like the what's that union that you don't mess with? The um, Teamsters, right? They're like the, yeah, the Teamsters. <laughs> like, you don't screw with them, right? They'll knock some heads. And you don't want to be like an artist anyway, because then King Andrew would be like, make a yeah, make, make a statue of exactly. Adam being whipped by my horses. Exactly. <laughs> and when you're a stonemason, you're not the one doing all of the like heavy lifting and stuff. You know what I mean? So you're like the the ancient times architect, or maybe like the ancient programmer. Or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, okay, like so you're not necessarily into the stonemasonry part. You're into like. You're into being medieval middle management. <laughs> Not even middle management. It's kind of like, I can just do my own thing. That's what I'm into. There's nothing wrong with that. Also, I'm just really proud of that alliteration. Yeah, medieval middle management. That's pretty good. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad for you. I'm just saying, like, maybe it could be a show title or, you know. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't take your, uh, <laughs> your alliterations for granted. Oh, dang it. <laughs> now they're actually going to find us. We're going to get a fine for a million dollars. Like, what? We don't make every, any money. Every time one of those terrible puns happens, it's like a little sonar blip to the FCC. <laughs> like, all right. All right, Adam. Let's hear your question before we get even farther <laughs> into the The pun division of the FCC <laughs> finds us. I'm not ready for that kind of punishment. Uh, okay. You know, <laughs> I'll leave. None of this is making it into the show. <laughs> This is all being edited now. <laughs> it's going to be a short show. My question is, what's the most difficult thing about being you? And I have a feeling that Aaron's answer is me. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Thank so you. the mis- most difficult thing about being me is just being so handsome all the time. No, that's not the answer. That wasn't um, even funny. I'm not going to... Yeah, I, I had to stop it because people would just have died of laughter after I said it. So I had the reason. No, I'm just joking. Um, no. So what's difficult about me is I am, uh, I'm quite critical of people when I first meet them. Like they have to prove themselves to me sometimes, most times, all the time. And I always assume the worst of people. <laughs> uh, if yeah. you, if you, if you have a faux hawk. <laughs> with, with a polo shirt or a dress shirt that has short sleeves. 
I'm probably going to think you're a tool. You may not be. And I understand that when I think that too, I'm like, oh, but he has to prove it to me now. <laughs> like I had right. to see him like unprovoked, like helping an old lady walk across the street or something with no women around to try to, I'm like, oh, that guy's a good guy. But he has to prove it to me. Like when I see someone with a cowboy hat and cowboy boots, I automatically assume that person is probably very racist or not intelligent. <laughs> but I had to see him like walking in like a thousand man march recreation or something. I'm like, oh, that person's a really good person. But they have to prove it to me. <laughs> and that's the hardest thing for me is because then like I automatically have to like, I put uh, expectations on people that try to have to prove themselves to me. And it's, um, it, I, I feel like I lose the opportunity of knowing a lot of good people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I kind of do that too. I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty judgmental. I think everybody does it, but what Andrew describe it was describing seemed a little extreme. <laughs> it was a I, I feel really good. I feel like a lot of those things that I've picked up, like in the past, everyone who does X usually turns out to be Y. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone I think, who does X dies. I think we have, we have. <laughs> I think we all have our examples from that, and like our experiences we draw from. But I do think that mine are more accurate than a lot of people's. Oh, well, here's the thing, though. If like if it wasn't true 80 percent of the time, yeah, wouldn't be so difficult or wouldn't be so easy (laughs) to fall into the stereotypes. I think maybe it's a problem for people who are observant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, paying attention to stuff. Your brain is like really good at making um, links between things like, oh, that guy's a really nice guy. And then you realize only when women are around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so. <laughs> yes. And he has a faux hawk every time. Yeah, man. Every <laughs> Something with their hair or the Macklemore haircut, which I'm glad the Macklemore doesn't have anymore. <laughs> right. Everybody at BYU has it now. That's weird. Oh, man. It's <laughs> five years behind. It's I love it how you guys are so on schedule behind. Oh, yeah. It's the same way over here, too. <laughs> That's it's so like, cute. It's like I watch TV. Like, I understand that this stuff is not popular anymore, but they still do it. They hold on to it. It's like, why does it take it so long? Why? They all have access to the same things. They can see the same thing. And like, we all come thing. from different parts of the country. Right. Well, to be honest, most of you don't, right? Like, well, you'd be yeah, surprised. There's, there's, there's actually a great, well, out here, there's a lot of people from all over the place. Yeah. That's a little, I was um, talking to a girl from Scotland today. What? Yeah, she's pretty Did cool she have Macklemore hair? No. She's from, <laughs> she's from Scotland. She looks like she could beat me up. If and I met someone from Scotland, <laughs> I would trick them into just talking to me about something by saying, like, tell me everything you know about sheep. And then I would just <laughs> sit back and listen. Because I find the Scottish accent just not even, like, fascinating. I find it deeply soothing. <laughs> like, it just, it, it's like, it's the, it's the, the audible equivalent of like soft creamy butter. Mm, just slather it on. <laughs> well, so good. That's uh that's that's all I'm going to be thinking. I feel like we've gotten off her, track so. here. So <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking of creamy butter right now. I might be so Andrew, ready for dinner. <laughs> Andrew's your thing is your most difficult thing about being you is that you your default is to assume the worst or Well, let me let me add that too cuz the fact that I was assuming the worst about people, I assume that people also assume the worst about right. me. Right. Right. And that's, I think, is the hardest part. Not th- that those flaws about me about judging other people, fine. But when I think that other people are judging me, that's what's hard. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
That's a twisted little thing. I got lots of twists. It's <laughs> a whole other podcast. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Um. Let's see. My the most difficult thing about being me is that my I can't turn off my brain like uh ever like <laughs> like i'm always judging and thinking and i'm always critically thinking about stuff and that's not useful like i know it sounds like i'm bragging like i'm doing that thing where i'm like the worst thing about me is that i'm is i just can't stop being so kind like it's not that right i'm not i just can't stop being the smartest person yeah right that's not what i'm doing here okay what i'm saying is is i often am think and overthinking things way too much. Oh yeah. And I, and I don't like to admit it, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't, I don't like to. So a good, for instance is I, I was on a date with a girl and it was the first date, right? I barely even knew her and it, I, I didn't even know if I was really interested in her and I, it was just casual, right? I wasn't looking for a commitment or anything. I was just, Let's go get dinner and get to know each other. You know what I mean? And that's how I say it when I'm telling that story to you. <laughs> and later on, people were like, she was talking about like making it serious. And also I was like, oh, really? Oh, but I was like evaluating her ability to be a mother to my children. Like from the moment <laughs> I picked her up, like <laughs> I, I, I no matter how bad I don't want to be thinking about those things, I am thinking about those things. She's not very good. Constantly. I mean, you never know though. Maybe she's, maybe she's into that kind of judgment. Nobody's <laughs> into that. <laughs> Nobody's into that. I'm not into that. I don't want to be doing that, <laughs> but like, I'm always constantly thinking about things. And, um, like, even if I'm having a conversation with someone and I'm as dialed in as I can possibly be, my mind is like thinking a million different things at the same time. And, uh, it's just, uh, Sometimes I like I'd like to be able to turn it off and and live in uh blissful ignorance if that makes sense. It'd be wonderful. But yeah. I know what you mean. Like sometimes this the same thing happens to me and it's it's paralyzing. Mm. Like I'll be talking to someone and then my mind will like try to think of every possible outcome of every single thing that I'm yes. saying. Yes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'll just stop talking and they'll be like what are you doing over there? I was like, I'm just uh, kind of inside my own head a little bit. <laughs> I'm well, running the, scenarios for this conversation for the next five minutes. <laughs> the sick thing about it for me is that I've gotten so good at convincing people I'm not doing that. Mm. And I feel super dishonest because people will sometimes tell me like they really like talking to me because I'm really listening. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> and I like I am, but I'm also everything you're saying to me. I'm not just taking it in and putting it down. It's not like your 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 knowledge or your words are coming into my mind and there's a little like bucket in my mind that they're falling into and I'm just waiting for the bucket to fill and then it's my turn and I will talk. No, it's like I'm taking that water out or that that stuff out for analysis. I'm putting it in some sort of centrifuge in my brain. I'm I'm uh going on a a, a hunt to look for similar kinds of things. It's like there's all this processing going in my head and, and, and it makes stuff like going to sleep very, very almost near impossible. 
So I have like really bad insomnia because I cannot turn off my brain because I just start thinking about everything. Um, so that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I think you just describe adult ADHD. <laughs> I, don't have, <laughs> I don't have ADHD because it's like the opposite of ADD or ADHD. It's uh, it's like hyper attention. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's the thing too, I'm sure. If there's no deficit to my attention, there's just <laughs> way too much attention. <laughs> See, the, the, the worst thing about meeting me, it's, it's kind of similar, but it's, I try to edit literally everything just <laughs> all the time. I can't turn off my editing bone, my editing muscle. It, yeah. it, it will not turn off. Yeah. Like, for example, just today, I, um, I picked up this book that I, I work for a professor and I edited an, an article, an article for him. Mm-hmm. And I picked up the book that it's in and I looked at it and it's, you know, and it, there's a little, there's a little line that he put in there that thanks me. And I read that little line and I was like, oh, that's really nice, but it's not, you know, exactly the most grammatically correct. Thing. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, it's, it's not just grammar though. It's, it's literally every aspect of my life. I feel like I can edit and change or other people's lives. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. You should do this instead. I can't, I can't stop. Like everything, everything is wrong and everything can be fixed. I feel like maybe we and you have the same thing and it's just, and it's just, you think about it in a different way. Cause I think that is what's going on in my head. Like I'm always thinking about how to change things or improve things too. I was talking to my boss about that today and it's just like, we both have this problem. We can't, we can't not care. Like even if it's something really (laughs) stupid and we know it's stupid and it doesn't matter and nothing's going to change, we still think about it. It's that the same thing with you. Like, yeah, you see it and you can't not think about a way to change it. Yeah. Like, um, so I, I, I edit a student journal and I finally just picked up the, the edition that we put out last semester, just the physical copy. And I looked at it and I noticed that the left page was shifted down so that the Uh. number was cut off (laughs) and the right page was shifted up. Yeah. And so it was like off. It was really off and I couldn't stop. I was like, this is wrong. Like this is broken. And it's been like that for, you know, an entire semester. And finally yeah. I, just, I brought it up to the, to the professor that's kind of overseeing the thing. And there's nothing we can do about it, but I had to say something mm, like yes. it had to be mentioned. Cause I, I feel like <laughs> this is wrong. And I want you to know that I'm pointing it out. That probably wins friends. <laughs> yeah. People telling people they're wrong all the time. My experience just breeds friendship. <laughs> People love People it. People love to be edited. They always See, love That's criticism. the thing though, is that nobody else likes to be edited, but I revel in it. <laughs> like if somebody tells me I'm wrong, I'm like, yes, tell me more. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we could find some things we can help you with. No, I'm joking. So I think the moral <laughs> of the story is uh, everybody send Adam <laughs> on Twitter at, the, at that Adam kid <laughs> reasons why he's wrong. He loves it. <laughs> I do. Correct every tweet. <laughs> Not even tweets he made. Other people and just saying, hey, you're wrong. Send them this. to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're in for a world of hurt. <laughs> and it, 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 it honestly does damage my relationships a little bit. Like on Facebook. On Facebook, it's really bad. Like, it's really oh, hard for me to not say something. There's a lot to correct on something. Facebook, that's for sure. Do you correct people's text messages? <laughs> like, let's say a girl's texting you and she's like, uses like, like abbreviations and. She's like, you are like the letter you are hot. And I like, don't um, actually. Well, first of all, nobody would ever send me that. <laughs> and number two, I don't correct it, but it 
bothers me. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, no. everybody has unlimited texting now. You can just spell it out. Um, <laughs> so like, I've actually, I actually know very few people that do that. And I feel like that might be like the product of a, of an unconscious like effort on my part. <laughs> Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. That was three guys, three questions. Remember, your ratings fuel us. You can go to you can go to three g three q dot co slash rate and leave a review for us, and that will help other people find us, and it maybe help a famous person find us, and the famous person might tweet about us, and then we could we could do this forever. Pretty much and it equals to us doing can, more shows. We can is... pay the FCC off to not shut us down for our <laughs> terrible puns. It'll be great. Also, remember, you can subscribe to receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe. We'd also love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter at various places. We're not going to go through it because that's monotonous and nobody listens to that part anyway. And uh, so uh, thanks for listening. And remember, uh, listen next week. And. And scene. Are you not going to the rest? No, I'm not going to say that. I don't like saying it. Okay. That's the off. Yay. I don't know why we were counting down. I got really nervous. I was like, so we're supposed to be clapping? <laughs> okay. Now, now we'll do the clapping. Ready? Okay. <laughs> Five, four, three, two. Okie dokie. Hey. Hey, so um, I have I have a confession to make. So What's that? I've never listened to our podcast before. Wait, never? Never have. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Until Saturday. <laughs> so it was Saturday Saturday night we were um my friend Cody was driving and I was with my sister and my other friend and we were sitting and I was like asleep in the back seat and I'm woken by the sound of my voice <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's listening to the podcast and who is your roommate? my friend Cody yeah oh, okay. well, and I, I like I wake up and I'm like no guys you can't do this while I'm trying to sleep and then I couldn't go back to sleep because I was listening to myself. <laughs> and I realized this is not a good thing. <laughs> and it took me a while to go back to sleep. I don't know why people are I I listen to our podcast all the time. That's really? like all I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say that it does sound pretty good. Like Aaron, you did a good job. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm wondering what because you would make comments about things like like all oh, the rinky dink operation kind of thing, and I'm like I I wonder if he doesn't know what it's like. Like, oh no, not even a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, so you, I, so you didn't even know was... about the the little. Uh, you didn't get any of the jokes about the the little segment music, the little segment jingle. No, I just pretended that, to know what was going. That on. sounds like the McDonald's <laughs> like most, jingle. Like most of my life, I just assumed. <laughs> like I was like, oh, just, oh yeah, that's fun. Um, I just went along with it. All right, Adam, do you have uh, your- I got your, some sponsors for episode You need your, three. your nickname. What do you think of those sponsors? Pumpkin Spice, Pumpkin Spy, and The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown? Sounds good to me. Uh, Wait, should we do that one for the Halloween one or for this one?
I don't know. Because, like, it's, it's not the it's only... Not a, we'll do something different for Halloween. Yeah, it's not yeah. necessarily Halloween. It's just the nature of the, that we live in. Uh, I just thought um, it was october Um Guys, it's October. I'm so happy. <laughs> so I, I was finishing on my grad plan um, this last week, and I realized I still have two years of school left. Mm-hmm. And I like, started to cry. <laughs> it's like, still? <laughs> this is getting longer, I think. <laughs> well, well, it's funny because they like they changed some of the classes around that were required for my major. Yeah, they and like some too. of them I have already taken. And I was like, I'm, I already taken English 201. Do I have to take English 301 now? And I was really quite upset. And I talked to my, and she's like, oh, no, you're fine. You don't have to take 301. Like, well... You have a fun way of making me have a heart attack every time I check my email. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's get started. Okay. Uh, okay, here we go.